Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to wherever you are in the world listening to another episode of the Baram You podcast. Or is it? I seem to be saying that quite a lot, but this is the way 2023 is going to be. You've already had two episodes. I'm on again, so you're wondering what's going on here. Well, I have been asked by a familiar face, if you've been following. Yeah, Jester from It's Doomsday has asked me to do a monthly... Uh, what what we're we gonna call this? We'll call it the UK America Transatlantic Mainstream News. No, I'm joking. That's a bit too much. It's a bit of a. We'll really need to think of a a a name, a title for these shows. But anyway, we got together and decided that it would be beneficial for you guys as well as us to confer on what is being said on the mainstream news in each other's countries. Obviously, Jester being from the East Coast of America, he's going to cover what's happening in America, and I'm going to listen more. I am going to turn back on the TV, guys, but not a lot, just for educational purposes. Well, not educate. that's the wrong word. That's completely the wrong word. No, the word I'm looking for is just for the, the benefit of this podcast, I'll turn back on the TV. I'll put the aerial back in and I'll start to take notes and start to decode or let the listeners in America know what we are being told. Uh, I've often wondered about that because at the end of our news broadcast, we do get the odd story about what's going on in America. And I think those are probably what the, the Americans want us to believe about them and believe what's going on in their country. So I think relating them back to Jester and his crowd, it would be very telling. Like, is it true, first and foremost? And and why do you think that's, you know, because there's a lot happening in America, so why do we only get maybe like a a three-minute story at the end of our news broadcast? Um, That's that's the the reason I kind of thought this could be beneficial, along with obviously the, the COVID narrative, the climate lockdowns, the 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 crisis, uh, you know, the NHS, uh, the strikes and the energy and the Russia Ukraine conflict, all these things, you know, what what are the views from the Americans and the UK, and and I might even cover a little bit of Europe, uh, because I mean, we are quite a boring country. We just follow America. Whatever happens in America, we are usually three months behind. But uh, we've already recorded episode one. We are going to sit down every first Friday of every month. Uh, sorry, first Wednesday of every month. And we will both wait till the first Saturday of every month and publish it at the same time. Uh, it will just be on our own feeds. So there's no need to go subscribing and following another platform. Uh, it, you'll get it in your feed as I say, we'll need to think of a name for these episodes. Uh, I'm kind of getting tired of, of, of saying also appeared on. I'm going to have to think of something new. But um, yeah, I was really, really excited about, about the opportunity. And after recording the first episode, I really enjoyed it. And we are going to keep them fairly short. Um, my good friend Paul at Green Sunrise a while back sent me this article saying that the 38 minute mark is kind of like where people shut off. So... Jester made a little uh, comment, you know, at the 38 minute mark, that was us. So we're going to keep them short and sweet and hopefully you guys will 
get a lot from them and, and, and we really rely on you guys with your comments on this one. Um, I've got some homework for next time uh, on UBI, Universal Basic Income. Um, but if there's any other things that I said for you Americans that you're intrigued by, let me know and I'll research it for next time. Uh, and vice versa, I'm sure Jester's open to, you know, talking a little bit more, a little bit more about what's going on in America if anything sparks your interest. So, guys, I hope you enjoy this one. This will be attached to the first episode, and from then on, I might do a, a shorter intro. Or, I mean, now that you know, now that I've introduced him to you, you'll know for for next time when you hear Jester's great voice, and it is, you know, I I think he sounds a lot like uh, Archer from. Yeah, Archer from Archer. I'm sorry, what's that? Miss it. I can't hear you. All right. Over the sound. Really? Of my deafening awesomeness. Sorry, I tried to spit roast your mom. Guys, I've rambled on enough. I hope you enjoy it. Give us us the comments, give us the love, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. This would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to responsible one news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. Biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on social media. media. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Joining me today on the show is Ba Ram U. Some of you guys that have listened to the show long enough know who Ba is, right? He's coming to us all the way from the UK, all the way from Scotland, where their national animal is the unicorn. What's up, dude? How are you? <laughs> That's where I always remind him about that. I, I actually only found out about that about a month before you text me or Snapchatted me. Uh, and I, I was like shocked because it's not like, I would have thought it would have been like the haggis. I know that's not an animal, but we joke it is, um, or something <laughs> like foresty, but the unicorn this is so embarrassing. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's, it's a mythical creature. It's kind of out there. I mean, it's, isn't yeah. that what Scotland's all about? <laughs> true. True. That's funny. But yeah, so guys, the reason we're doing this segment is Ba and I sat down, we had a conversation, and we realized that there's not enough news getting across from the U.S. to the U.K. and vice versa. The mainstream media shuts down a lot of these stories um, because our government doesn't want us to know what's going on over there. And I'm sure, Ba, it's got to be the same thing there, right? Yeah, definitely. Especially when it comes to things like what's going on within government, what's going on with COVID, you know, things like this. Uh, 
and what they're actually what we're actually doing to each other citizens it's it's all it's all bullshit and i think that we really need to do this show to kind of allow people to see what's really going on without having to worry about relying on mainstream media so this is going to be a new show that we're putting out once a month and you guys will just come to this platform to hear it whether you're on boss platform or my platform uh we figured this this was a really good thing to do right mm-hmm. yeah I'm more intrigued to know when when I tell you guys some of the stuff that we get told about America, because, I mean, during Trump's presidency is, is the prime example that the I don't know what you would call these people, but like the sofa politicians, I would call them like the people that are sitting watching the TV and regurgitating and they go out into the streets and they say things like, oh, that Donald Trump, oh, I'd love to give him a slap, you know, just because of stories that our media is telling you about that man um, and, and not not necessarily be true because we genuinely only get maybe a, a two, three minute segment at the end of our news broadcasts about what's going on in America. And I think that would be more telling. Hopefully, I, I believe it would be more telling to your listeners and yourself the, the, the kind of picture that they're trying to paint in the UK about America or that maybe it's the main, the, the main agenda because obviously you have to think the media is not going to tell the UK everything about what's going on. So the things that they do tell are the most important in my, in my view. Um, but I don't know what you, what you think about that. And, and, and also what do you get told about the UK? Cause, uh, I'm, I'm always curious about that. Well, let me, let me start with this. So Americans are very self-absorbed. So if anything's coming on the TV about another country, nobody seems to give a shit unless it's affecting the price of gas, or if it's something to do with a war, or a natural disaster that people want to know about. As far as what's actually happening in other countries, it Americans are too damn self-absorbed, if, if I'm going to be honest about it. How you brought up the uh, couch potato politician type people, so I guess we would refer to those as sheeple, um, people that are just kind of going with the narrative, eyes aren't open, you know, things like that, and here in America, the political system kind of works like this. We have a pretty much down to a two-party system. We have other parties, but they never make the ballot. It's just not a thing. And, and it's Democrat rep- versus Republican, red versus blue. And some people are so diehard um, that they won't even open their eyes and see if, if the person they elected is, is in the wrong. Um, they will listen to any media propaganda that goes against the other side, whether it's true or not, and they will. They will regurgitate it. Uh, people absolutely love to hate Trump. And just for an example, I was at work one day, and this gentleman was walking down the street, and I was walking my beat. I was doing my detail, and uh, he just stopped to say hi, this, that, the other, and then just everything was fine, and he wanted to bring up stuff against Donald Trump. And I'm like... I'm going to play along just to see where this guy goes. And he, he shouts out, he's like, you know, well, that Trump, man, he's just, he's just a racist guy. And I'm like, dude, I don't really know what's going on in politics. What did he do that was so racist? And this dude just looked at me, kind of cocked his head sideways and then just walked away from me. Didn't even say bye, just walked away. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that gentleman, uh, probably got that a couple of times in the past. Like, well, what did he do? And he didn't have an answer. So he knew the argument would end and he walked away. That's kind of what goes on here, and a lot of Americans are just brainwashed and can't think for themselves, but it's by design. As long as you're in the left or the right party, Republican versus Democrat, and you're fighting amongst each other and you're totally brainwashed, you're never going to look up at what the government's doing. 
that's how they've been able to steal rights from us and keep us kind of at bay throughout the years. So I don't know if that sums it up or not. What do you think? Yeah, that sums it right up. It's same here, same here. Sadly, um, the I support the the latest thing kind of thing where you're changing your profile picture to the Ukraine flag and you're hating on Putin and you're you're hating on Trump and just just following the narrative. And and I like what you did there with that guy because I do it all the time because I, I really can't be bothered, you know, with these types of people that are so you know brainwashed that they can't see through you know the 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 agenda that they you know, want us all divide and conquer and arguing about man versus woman or white versus black and all that. It, it really is, it's sad to see it that so many people are this way, but it's up to, I mean, I, I, I for one, went down the, the politics for, for two or three years. I, I really looked into, like, I knew more about American politics than I did about my own country back when Trump became president. Um, and the main reason I did get into politics was because of the hatred that we were being told about him like I thought this guy must have killed a lot of people or done a lot of really nasty things but when I looked into it I'm like well people aren't really seeing the two sides of the story here we're only being told one side um here in the UK I think the main difference and people might push back on me here with the UK is we only really I know you guys have like CNN and Fox which is left and right but here in the UK it's like BBC which is center left probably more left um, I don't think we have like a, a two party. I think Al Jazeera, that was a channel that I, I know was here for a while and got shut down. And they were kind of like a, a channel that most independent people like myself would watch. Uh, but they, I think they only lasted a couple of years. Um, channel 4 News is, is kind of a, a challenger to the BBC, but not really, you know, most people are, are taking in BBC or Sky. So I don't think we have that. And I often say it on my own shows that I really feel sorry for the Americans with that two, uh, you, you have the two-party system like ourselves, but you also have that two networks, main networks that really divide and conquer uh, you guys. And and a lot of people who just watch CNN, they just watch CNN. And a lot of people that watch Fox just watch Fox. And that's a real shame because if they just flick the channel over, it would maybe spark a little bit of a an alarm with them and say well hold on why why am i being told this on one channel and that's not the case you know i think there's definitely an in-between there so i i do want all the listeners to understand over there in the uk that the that the government controls our media um they don't they don't flat out come out and say it but they do uh a lot of these news organizations even though they're different channels a lot of them are owned by the same people I was a Fox News person myself. I really enjoyed Fox News. I felt like I was getting the truth. I was enjoying the narrative that they had until I found out that producers at Fox were trying to make the COVID situation worse than what it was, trying to get the reporters to lie about it. And one of the reporters quit, like on live TV, quit, says, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. This is all lies. I quit. Um, and that was quickly buried, and she lost her position. I don't know what the, the woman's up to now, but they definitely are controlling what's going on, and we're seeing a lot of things come out. I don't know what kind of news you guys are getting over there about Elon Musk, but he's been exposing a lot of the stuff that's going on within Twitter. I read new news stories every day, and shortly here soon, I believe uh, he's going to be releasing some stuff about Fauci 
which I can't wait because I cannot stand Fauci. He is a rat bastard, and he has uh, inadvertently killed a lot of people. And I wouldn't even say inadvertently. that He knew, he knew what he was doing. He's a murderer, period. Mm-hmm. If, if you look into Fauci in the AIDS uh, epidemic or pandemic, he did a lot. He, I think he held withheld information that could have saved millions, I'm sure, there's something there. Don't quote me on that, but I know there's something surrounding him because he's called his nickname is called the Hitler of AIDS because because of what he did then. So that's not a term I've heard in the U.S. No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I've definitely heard that multiple times. He I'm sure he held withheld information that that would have saved lives at the time. So they've. Uh, so I don't know. Our, so basically, just to touch on this a little bit for your listeners there, I know a lot of people know that this is going on here, but the uh, CDC here, Center for Disease Control, has been releasing a ton of stuff about these vaccines. Um, here was an up, bah, here's one from three hours ago. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, has identified hundreds of safety signals for the two most widely administered COVID-19 vaccines. Um, so this is uh, coming out now. Uh, Bell's Paisley, blood clotting, and death were among the signal fl- sig- signal flags through analysts of adverse events reports to reports submitted uh, the vaccine adverse effects. So after the fact, right? So this is they know this. This is going on right now. The CDC is reporting this. Okay. And they are not recalling this. They are not pushing to stop mandates. They're, they're not doing it. Um, and you gotta, you got to think about this for a second. We all knew that there was something up with this vaccine before when it first rolled out. We did a, large, we did a three-parter on it. We, we did the research into this. We found out how Bill Gates was involved. We, we did a lot of this shit. We got deep into it. And it was, no, I'm never getting that. There's no way in hell there. I will die before I allow you to put that needle in my arm because it could kill me anyway. So this is, you know, it's potentially suicide. I got into a lot of arguments with people about the vaccine and I noticed it created more separation and divide. And I think that was the overall goal. Vaxxed or unvaxxed, let's create a separation. Let's create a divide and let's get this in as many people as we possibly can. Now that this is rolling out, you know, that these vaccines are deadly and they're dangerous and they're not safe. I'm just waiting for the recalls. I'm waiting for the lawsuits because how many employers said you have to have this? How many times did they come out and say the vaccines are safe and effective? How often did we push back saying, where's the research? You know, the research they had was only negative to these vaccines. So we watched this get injected in people around the world. And I quit bashing on people that got the vaccine. I was like, well, it's not my place to really jump in and call somebody a moron or call somebody an idiot that, that received this, right? I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. But now all these people that came out and told me I'm a moron for not getting it, it's easy for me to be like, hey, have you seen the news lately? Because these vaccines are no longer being considered safe and effective. They're the negative side effects are out there. They're tracking this. They're they're building this case. There's going to be lawsuits, so you know, no, and nobody's going to apologize for this, Bob. Nobody's going to go be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, I, I gave you so much shit because you didn't get vaccinated." Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. Um, 
I have here in front of me the the VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, COVID vaccine adverse event reports. I don't know if you guys, are you classed under this as well, or is this a UK uh, no, I think it's um. So, the CDC runs that. Yeah, the CDC runs uh, the VAERS um, yeah. with the food with the FDA with the Food and Drug Administration. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is the nation's early warning system for vaccines. Apparently, according yeah. to what I'm reading in these articles. So, yeah, so sorry, I've got so I've got here thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty four deaths. And that is from, uh, as of the uh, 18th of November, 2022, VERS has stopped putting free text field information in the public data for Europe, UK. That's why I thought it might have just been Europe, UK, because I believe it's a lot more. And I think you're right. We'll, we'll never be told the, the right number. And these are just the people who cared to report it. And also, I, I believe that doctors are only told to report like a certain percentage of these things. And just like, I mean, just like during COVID, the, the tests and things being like 60%, what was it, 60% of uh, false negatives and false positives. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's definitely a muddy a muddy situa- uh, subject to talk about. But for me, I, I, I'm totally with you. I was the same. I tried with my family. I told them, wait, you know, and, and at least wait. I think we owe it to ourselves as human beings, critically thinking human beings to wait and see what happens. But so many of them run out and um, and, and got it. And uh, I, I mean, I think we lived, I know it's, it's still early days probably for a lot of people, but like when you see the figures, I looked at my age group, 30 to, you know, 30, 40, and seeing that you had like more chance of being struck by lightning. And I wasn't going to go and put, you know, chemicals and things in my body that, as you say, we did, you did that three-parter. I think I was, I was definitely on those shows and I know about like the graphene oxide and things. Um, it's definitely not a, uh, a decision that I was willing to take. So, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, but so many people have, have regretted it. I don't think anyone that hasn't taken it will, has regretted that decision. That's for sure. So just to, just to kind of put things into perspective about this too, uh, so the, a lot of people that are receiving boosters are apparently worse off, according to what the data is showing, than people that just got the ori- original vaccination. Now, we knew these numbers were high when it came to side effects and deaths and permanent damage due to the vaccine. We knew they were high before they really started reporting on it. Now, here's the thing, and the reason why I don't think we, we are getting the true numbers out of this. So, Ba, if you have COVID here and you're vaccinated and you die while you have COVID, you didn't die from the vaccine, you died from COVID, right? It's funny how that works. So they're able yeah. to they're able to fudge the numbers on this a lot. We, we know numbers were inflated um, in the beginning of the pandemic. Not as many people were dying as they said they were. And I, I, I'll go back, and I've, I've said this a bunch of times, and I'll say it again. And if somebody can ch- – I challenge anybody to find me a news article about this. So – Everybody was reporting on deaths due to COVID. Every single city, country, everywhere, right? Not once did I ever see a news article that said record number of deaths in the UK, record number of deaths in Detroit, record numbers of deaths in Philadelphia, record number of deaths in Los Angeles, record number of deaths in, you know, Italy. No, nobody ever reported we have a record number of deaths. Why? It's 
it begs the question if if they you know if they were just falsely reporting if they were inflating numbers what was actually going on right yeah. and yeah. just to go back to this originally and i know certain people are going to say oh yeah well i seen that where i was at yeah absolutely because you have small towns that maybe only have one funeral home in the in the in the town or in that city i didn't see funeral homes overwhelmed okay and, and isn't it funny how like, oh, we're not having weddings, we're not having funerals, we're, you know, social distancing, do not get together while people are dying. Well, that keeps you from what? Not seeing that there's no funerals, not seeing that there's no more trucks or corner trucks rolling around, right? That kind of, if you're stuck in your house, they can make up whatever narrative they want out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Unicorns yeah. are running in the street, Bob, but don't go out and look at them. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, take this with a pinch of salt. This is just how I think, and, and I know it's not been – I haven't really heard it being talked about, but at the start, I know we were showing the images of China and people dropping dead in the streets and body bags and all that, and you never really saw that. Otherwise, I'd have been at the front of the queue for the vaccine. I'm sure a lot of people would have. However, there were, if you remember, hospitals were overwhelmed, so people were not allowed to go to their – cancer appointments and all these other appointments and being told to go home and die at home that's that is what was they were being told so these body bags that were coming out of homes were possibly people that were you know told to go home and die they had no hope three four five months to live and really the 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 hospital beds were needed for covid the covid influx so that could have been that And, and that's why I thought, and, and it could still be the case, and maybe some people, some of the listeners or, or, or even yourself could say that this winter with the the uh, gas and electric prices shooting through the roof and the, the cost of living crisis that the UK has faced, and I'm sure that a lot of the, the Western world has, uh, that this winter you might have saw a lot more of that because people can't heat their homes, they can't feed their, their families, and the temperatures, I mean, we've had a horrendous winter already. We've had there was a, a couple of weeks there where we hit minus eight, minus nine, minus 10. It was gradually going up every day. And I thought this could be the dark winter that Joe Biden has has touted. You know, this could be the, the winter that we do see a lot of people dying at homes. And I wouldn't be surprised if a new variant comes out just in time. You know, it would really have fit the narrative. Um, so, yeah. You know, well, they're, I mean, they're actively right now pushing um, this new narrative coming out from China where, uh, you know, they have another strain of COVID. It's apparently way worse. And what I'm watching happening right now here in our news is they are boxing China in, um, putting mass restrictions on China. China doesn't seem to be restricting itself, but it seems like every other country is. And that sounds like something that could start a war. Um, But to go back to what you were saying about, you know, uh, people dying at home and the body bags and, and, uh, and hospitals being overwhelmed and all that stuff. While that was happening, a big push was we need respirators. Do you remember the respirators and how, how they were so sorely needed? Yep. Now, two things. Where are all those respirators now? Um, if so many million were produced, I haven't heard where they're at. I haven't seen them, right? Did it even happen? I don't know. We ended up finding out that putting people on respirators was way worse than what it was. Uh, You know, it was actually hurting people rather than helping them. And then just to go back to the thing about the hospitals being overwhelmed, I know there was false stories here in the U.S. Had a friend that worked at a hospital, surgery center. 
They had a two-person morgue. Um, that's it because people typically don't die there unless a surgery goes wrong. All they need is cold storage for two bodies. So they had a refrigeration truck on standby. Uh, he, guy shows up one or two times a week in case they have more than three people die or more than two people die. So her hospital ended up being on the news with this big thing. They are overwhelmed due to COVID. No, the, the dead body man's name is James. He's there once or twice a week because they have unlimited amount of cold storage for bodies. And that's how it's always been. But, oh, look, we have a news opportunity to scare the shit out of people. Let's take advantage of it. The other thing we got to remember, too, about hospitals supposedly being overwhelmed is that a lot of these nurses and doctors and hospital staff were told, if you feel sick, go home. If you don't feel good, go home. So if somebody had a sniffle, a tummy ache, a cough, a runny nose, it was this could potentially be a symptom of COVID, so I got to go home. Because remember, in the beginning of this, and this is what was so funny to me, in the beginning of this, everything was a symptom and nothing was a symptom because you could be asymptomatic. So you better get that test that contains ethylene oxide. You have to get that ethylene oxide test. Shove that cancer-causing agent up your up your nose because you, you need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds all... Pretty, pretty. I think the COVID uh, narrative is pretty similar to what we were getting here. Um, I think where we'll find some differences is is maybe at the local level, which I don't know. If, like I don't even know if there there would be much of a difference there with COVID. Uh, it's it's been a farce from day one, and I think a lot of these stories that I've gone over today uh, in preparation for today's podcast. And and I mean, as I said to you, I I, I really do turn off the TV. I don't really pay close attention to the mainstream media anymore so uh, i'm kind of glad of this uh you know opportunity to do these shows once a month with you because it'll i do think you need that as well but what i'm saying a lot to the people i talk to is that the governments are are hiding behind incompetency everyone thinks that the the, the government can't run a bath you know we have people like boris johnson you like trump that act dumb and and say stupid things so that the the the, the public can think or they're not that clever, but I really do genuinely believe that this is a planned, well thought out, you know, plan to destroy the the Western world. Like, like our world, the UK right now is is dying on its on its last knees. Like the NHS, the transport, we're all sicker, we're all dumber, and and, and it's it's to me it's, it's a well thought out process, a slow one at that. I I I honestly believe since I was. 15, 16, I've, I've just saw the decline of like the high street and everything. It's just all fitting in. And I think someone, I know you're more educated in like past, you know, how countries and things go from like capitalism to communism and things like that. I think uh, you, you touched on there about like China boxing them in. I think educating yourself on how China went from being what they were to what they are now I bet you any money you would you would see the same patterns happening here in the UK and in America as what they went through in was it the forties, fifties that they turned full communist? Oh, I have no idea, but yeah. I, I heard it the other I'm sure it was nineteen forty nine, but I could be wrong. But uh watching how they went from one way of life to another is probably the, the what they're doing to us right now. They're destroying our NHS, they're talking about going private. Um and there are arguments for that. I mean, I definitely don't like the NHS. I know you guys get screwed over with the the prices that you guys pay for things, and that's just another, you know, 
way that they've they've uh, capitalized on that. But the NHS is is socialized healthcare, and you, you phone up your doctor, you get told oh two weeks to get even just a phone call. Uh, to me, it's it's not the way forward. So there are arguments for and against, but it's because you know that it's a planned effort to you know not fund them, and, and then then they're rightfully going on strikes. I, I just uh, and look at the timing. You know they're doing it during a pandemic. It's just, it's all just. Ugh. Well, let me first off with stating this. You're right. 1949 is when uh, China became communist, became a communist country. So you you were definitely right on that. Now, I want to touch on this healthcare thing. So socialized medicine is what some people want here in the states. Socialized medicine is very bad. It is not like this universal healthcare, socialized medicine. It's it's not a good thing. However, we are getting so screwed over with the cost of healthcare here. I think that they're going to push for that. Is hey, this is an easy answer to fix it, and then when that happens, we're going to be screwed because we um my my wife and I were self employed, right? So we don't get healthcare coverage through a regular employer. Okay, here if we want healthcare coverage and we want to pay out of pocket, it's it's eight hundred dollars a month. And that's not even for a good insurance plan. That's for like a lower level plan. And my wife and I are looking at each other and it's like, well, for as often as we go to the doctor and for as often as we end up in the emergency room, things like that, it's not even worth it. And even if you end up in the hospital for a week and you get a $16,000 bill, right? Your payments on that are going to end up being cheaper than this damn healthcare coverage anyway. So it's, what's the point? Now, if you go in and you get a major surgery and they put you $600,000 in debt, then you're probably screwed. Um, But it's the luck of the draw. Do we endlessly pay these insurance scams? Because that's what they are, Ba. These are all scams. Come to work, Ba, so you can get this awesome insurance plan so you don't have to pay all this money, Ba. And then, you know, you're going to need a reliable vehicle to get to work, Ba. So make sure that half your paycheck goes to your vehicle payment you know that's that's this scam that we have going here. You're yeah. make you're making money just to spend your money on the shit that they're telling you to spend the money on, right? Yeah. And one of the biggest scams we have here in the U.S. is insurance and coverage for various different things. You go into Walmart, which is our big box store here. You guys don't have WalMarts over there, do you? No. Okay, good. Don't get them. Protest that shit. Uh, <laughs> but um, here. You could go in and buy something for, say, $20, like maybe a Bluetooth speaker or something along those lines for $20 that's that's electronic. And there's individual insurance plans you could purchase right there at the register for these things. Would you like to pay another $3.49 to insure your product for the next two years? Well, no, I don't because I'm going to end up losing that receipt anyway. And if this thing doesn't last, I don't want another one. I'll get a different brand. Right. So it's, it's, it's a scam. Um, insurance is a big thing here in this country that just a lot of people pay out a shit ton of money for that really, they, that they really never get a payout on, you know, I don't know how insurance works over there. I mean, is is that kind of the same way there? What kind of insurance are you required to carry on things? Yeah, we we do get that at, at stores and you get offered with electrical stuff, but, um, in regards to healthcare, uh, having a job that gives you um, healthcare is is a hard thing to find. Like I've recently changed jobs in the last uh, year, and this is the first job I've had since probably I was 
in my early 20s, like 10 years ago, that offers it. I was really shocked uh, to, to be offered that. And obviously, they put my wife on it as well, which is an extra bonus because finding it and then also being allowed to put your wife on it is, is huge. So, um, yeah, that's it's kind of the same. But I, I, what I will say is when I, I was in Denmark this year uh, for, for three days with the wife and, and family, and uh, I noticed that they are very socialist. And they have all these schemes like a cycle to work scheme. There's a real, uh, I mean, you, you look around, there's hardly any obesity and all that. And, and I just looked around and I thought, and, and the, the streets, it was one of the cleanest countries that I've ever visited. And I'm thinking, yeah, now because they're socialist and now they've gone that full way, now the government will do all these things to help people stay fit and healthy because they're getting their, their health care for free. And that's what you'll probably start seeing in America if you if you guys do go that way is more emphasis on these watches, these you know the the Fitbits and all these things, the the kind of bonus schemes. Because they talked a little bit about those here during the pandemic about these watches that you can get for free, and and if you reach certain goals, you'll get you know vouchers for these places. And and I always notice that when when a government are giving free things away, they start to give you more in order for you to not be uh, sick so that you're not using the health system. But right now it's, it's almost like that you want us to be sick. Um, during, during lockdown, all the restaurants were closed, but yet McDonald's Burger King, mm -hmm. they were all open, which was a huge telltale. I know, I know you definitely talked about that. I remember that show in particular um, where, where you mentioned that. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's uh that sucks. <laughs> you know, on, on that note, though, I do want to bring something up. So in, in, you know, on this healthcare thing with the fast food industry, stuff like that. So uh, we just talked about this the other day on the show that McDonald's opened up their first fully automated, no employee store uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So that is open. It is operational. Zero employees at this McDonald's. All you need is somebody to drop off deliveries to it and do maintenance on equipment. It is up and running. Now, what's interesting about this, and I want to go back to the healthcare thing for a second, $800 for my wife and I to have healthcare coverage, right? But did you know, if we had no jobs, if we were on the welfare system in this country, we would get healthcare known as Medicaid for free. Yeah. So it's, it's very counterproductive. You know, there's no reward here. Yeah. If you're working and paying into federal taxes, why wouldn't you get healthcare coverage for free? If you can give it to people who aren't working and aren't supporting the system, who are not paying taxes, why can't we get it for free if we're helping support the economy? Yeah. Do you, do you find a lot of people, do you have universal basic income there? No, we do not. Um, and I know that's something that's being pushed for. We, we do not want it. Is it something that you're seeing there? Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my mate's on it. And a lot of people are, I mean, I've said this for a while now, like I say, when I got into the workforce and it was being talked a lot about then, a lot of people are being paid more to stay at home. The welfare system here in the UK is really good. And, and I think there was a shift. I don't know when, don't, don't ask me to say when, but they did start taking away some or, or maybe taking some money away from or, or making you qualify in some way for welfare, job seeker allowance and all that kind of stuff. Back, but definitely went in the in the early two thousands and mid two thousands. You were being paid more money sometimes to stay at home than being on minimum wage, because obviously with minimum wage you obviously you get taxed. But with these 
credits and all that you 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 were quids in and you also got some people were getting meals and things paid for um and now universal basic income has come in and i think it was during lockdown uh the four-day week as well a lot of companies have uh, introduced that um but i was just wondering that when you mentioned that about the 800 that you and your wife are having to pay that it almost seems like they're and and i've definitely thought that here as well that they're almost forcing people to go on to ubi it's like it's too good to offer up why would you want to work just come and be on universal basic income so I'm wondering, like, because I don't know much about how the universal basic income works. There is it like a, uh, is it like a set salary? Everybody gets the same amount, and and is that if you're employed or not employed? Oh, you're unemployed. Well, I know my friend's on it, and he can also work up to a certain amount of hours of work whilst still being on it. Um, but I'll I'll write that down now, and I can definitely look into that for next month's show because this is the type of thing I think it would be good for us to do if there's any story that i bring up that your listeners or your yourself even want me to really look into we can get some articles up for next time so i'll, I'll definitely look into ubi because i know it's something that i have often wondered about but I, I do know the figure he's on i don't know if you'd have I, i'm sure it's like 700 odd pounds a month okay. which the the pound in the dollar is pretty similar right now so yeah 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 but i and, yeah. and, and i do believe he gets his rent paid for and uh, utility bills there, there's a portion of that uh but i i could work all that out and, and definitely get an answer for you next next time yeah that'd be that'd be great for next month's show so i'd i'd like to for your listeners over there in the uk that i would like you guys to know this like how much help americans are getting um if you're a total piece of shit that does not support the system at all okay <laughs> like so number one is you can qualify for free housing or housing assistance right then we also have energy programs in place that'll help pay your, your heating bills, your gas bills, your electric bills, things like that. We also have uh, connectivity bills that will cover like, uh, like it'll cover some cell phone payments. It'll cover some internet payments, things like that, right? Then we have um, food stamps, which is basically another uh, payment that'll give you food assistance, okay? And this goes basically based on how many people are within your home and it varies state to state how they do this all these things kind of vary state to state and then we have cash assistance um which is basically hey the government's going to give you an allowance every month it could be about it you know, i, I want to say some people are getting about a thousand dollars right I, I think that's about what the average is if you if you would go across the board with it and then we also have some people that also qualify for disability within their household on top of this. So say if you have a um if you have a couple that's never been married before and they have kids, okay? And the the father lives with them, everything's good, they're a happy family, everything like that and he gets hurt and he's on disability. Being that they were never married, being that they could claim residency separate, they could potentially milk enough government out of milk enough money out of the government systems per year to equivalent to a really good wage, maybe 50k a year. Right. So, I mean, you, you think about that and you think that these people are getting rewarded for doing basically nothing. And then if I want to make 50 K a year in the career field that I chose, just grow, you know, being a welder, if I wanted to go back into that and do that for a career field, but I would have to work 60 to 70 hours a week in my current area to scratch the surface of 50 K a year. Yeah. Same here. So, yeah. 
you know, I mean, and that's that's how the system works here in America. We reward the people that suck. And, mm-hmm. you know, the government can put they could pump as much money as they want into health care coverage and stuff like that and, and make the American taxpayers that are working pay for it. So why I dove into this was because they want these automated McDonald's. They want these automated systems to keep people fat and lazy and incompetent because they're easier to control. Because guess what? Once you have people under so much control, you can make them do whatever you want them to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's pretty bad. I, I, I haven't heard about those stores. Well, the McDonald's are pretty automated here as well. We have those uh, touchscreen menus and, and very limited people behind the counter. But what they are talking about is these Amazon stores. And I've seen videos sent into to my channel on Telegram where uh, you basically walk in through these like barriers and there's cameras on the ceiling looking down and you just basically scan your, your card or your phone at the door and go in and just pick things off shelves and walk out. There's no interaction with anyone, and the cameras above can scan the barcodes, and as you walk through the scanner, your card is then, the money is taken. Uh, those those are uh, talked about being rolled out in the UK. I don't know if there is to date, but uh, I, I think they're Amazon, Jeff Bezos. And, right, and yeah, that. I've I've heard about those too. So, Bob, we are up on our time limit here, man. We just cracked, we just cracked uh, 38 minutes, dude. Um, so for those of you guys out there that are listening on my platform or on Boz platform, guys, once again, this is going to be a show that we do together once a month to get these updates going back and forth to, to enlighten both, uh, the UK of the U S and the U S of the UK. Uh, cause we feel that the mainstream media is doing a very shitty job of this. Okay. And, uh, my goal on my channel is to have these episodes up first Saturday of the month. Um, if not second Saturday of the month, I'm going to try to have these uploaded. They'll be up on pretty much anywhere you could find your podcast. And Bob, dude, take us out. Take us away. Yeah, thanks again. Um, again, I'm really passionate about this. I think uh, what me and you are trying to do here will hopefully see the, the listeners from both sides of the, the Atlantic that there's uh, narratives and agendas at, at, pace, at, at play. And uh you know, if any of the listeners want to comment on my platform or yours about any stories you would like to, I know today was kind of COVID heavy and, and a little bit about the, the UBI, but there's there's a lot of other stories that um, you might not be getting told on. the. the I, I find a lot of it, if you look on the newspaper websites, I don't know about you, Jester, but if you go on to dailymail.com, some newspapers here, they print some stories that maybe aren't getting talked about on the news, but they're being written about quite heavily. Those are quite telling. So uh, for next time, um, I have uh, the safety online bill, which is interesting. I I found that today, so I'll I'll do a bit of research on that. And the UBI, I'll have some answers for you on that one. But thanks again. Baran you, baran you, to your dream, your wish, your plan be true. Shape be true. Baram you. Is that it? Is that the password? <laughs>